So Dan, thanks for being on the podcast. I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, I know you're a little under the weather, but uh, you know if you got a cough or something, go for it. But, <laughs> okay. Um, so we, you know, talking before this, you're the vice president of marketing for Dave's Killer Bread. Right. You've been there ten years. So yes. That's for a marketer. That's like three lifetimes. It's been a, it's been a long and exciting ride. Yeah, and we were kind of talking before this how the company's kind of gone through basically three different stages. So I want to get into that. But first, you know, always, always ask for these. How did you get to Dave's? Like, what was your career path <laughs> getting into marketing? And then did you start at Dave's in a marketing role or? Um, yeah, well, I took kind of an unconventional uh, approach to my career path, quote unquote. Okay. Um, I, I grew up in the Midwest um, in a suburb of Chicago, and I went to a liberal arts college in rural Iowa mm. and got a degree in history. And after I graduated, I, uh, I packed up everything into my Toyota Camry, uh, which at the time was basically just a bunch of fishing rods and some guitars. <laughs> and I drove out to Portland, Oregon sight unseen because I had some friends living here and I just graduated and saved up some money. And I was basically like, I'm going to move to a place that I know is cool. I've got friends there. And then I, I'm going to fish a lot. I'm just just gonna, like a Portland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really, I just want to spend a lot of time fishing. Yeah. Um, and of course my, my parents were just aghast at this plan. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, this is crazy. You don't have a, a job. Um, they were really concerned at the time about health insurance. Like you need to get a job that provides health insurance. And so the first thing I did, uh, my focus when I got to Portland was like, I got to find a job that at a certain point is going to provide benefits. Uh-huh. And so I, as luck would have it, a friend of mine was working at this local bakery, uh, nature bake. Um, and he was bagging cookies. Um, and the bakery f- staff loved him. They're like, Oh, if you know anybody else like you, um, we sure would love to hire them. And so after being in Portland for like three or four days, I ended up um, spending a week bagging cookies okay. at Nature Bake, which had just recently launched this organic brand, Days Killer Bread. Um, really? Nature Bake was started by uh, James Dahl, who's the father of Dave Dahl, the founder of Dave's and Dave's brother, Glenn Dahl. And so I just kind of happened to be at this small company that was, it was like they had lightning in a bottle. Um, and so after working there for about two weeks, I then got moved off of cookie detail, um, (laughs) onto uh, a job where all I was doing was slicing Dave's killer bread. I was operating as slicer in a manufacturing environment. And, um, this would have been like 2000, this was 2007, seven. Okay. Yeah. So the, the company had, had, started in 2005 in August at the Portland farmer's market. Okay. So they'd basically just been two years old, more or less. They had, we were only sold in Portland at the time. We weren't even sold in Seattle or anything like that. And, um, through the act of just slicing Dave's killer bread, I became very close with Dave, the founder. And then of course his brother and then, um, Dave's nephew, Shoby. And the three of those, those were like the guys, those were the guys behind Dave's killer bread. Okay. And so, um, they quickly sort of extended me other opportunities to do things outside of slicing bread. Um, I started managing like our presence at the Portland farmer's market. We used to do lots of sampling events Mm -hmm. and, um, that eventually morphed into a full-time role, basically supporting Dave as like an admin. Okay. Um, but at the same time taking on more 
um, coordination of like uh, more in-depth sampling events. We did a lot of stuff with Costco at the time. Um, and eventually that kind of morphed into like general marketing stuff. And then over time it morphed into, you know, managing our relationship with our public relations firm. And eventually over time it morphed to like, there was a marketing department of like two people and I was the head of the marketing department. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of ended up that way. Um, but again, we're still, and even to this day, you know, we're scrappy. Right. And at the time we were very, very scrappy. We were just doing it all ourselves. Yeah. Um, the founders, Dave, Glenn and Shelby were super involved as they should be. Um, and we got it done. And, um, that was kind of like the first stage, if you will, of, of my involvement with Dave's. So you really kind of helped shape the brand because one thing about Dave's, especially if you're you know, here locally, it's not just spread. It is a brand. It's very Portland and obviously the iconic founder. So was that always like the vision to f- for the brand or did that just kind of evolve organically because of who he was and the family was? Or um, You know, I think... You know, to his credit, I think Dave always had a really strong vision okay. um, for what the brand could be, and his brother and his nephew supported him in that vision. Um, but the way the brand um, manifested itself, if you will, with consumers in store, out of store, that was an iterative process that changed over time. And probably the biggest change to the brand. Um, kind of came in when the company, um, half the company was basically sold to a private equity group and the family, uh, moved from a day-to-day role to a role, sort of like a, a strategic role on the board. And they ended up hiring a lot of, um, incredible, incredible leaders with industry experience, um, to, to kind of man the company. They hired our CEO, John Tucker, um, my predecessor, Michelle Hunt, um, a head of sales with uh, Greg Intelkoffer with like a rich experience. Um, and what year would this be? I'm just kind of following the timeline. This is, this is like 2013. Okay. End of 2013. Well, no, the, the sale was end of 2012. And then basically the 2013 year was, okay, we're transitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a big transition. It was big, um, for a lot of people, you know, for me, I was kind of managing this really small marketing function that was, you know, a a tremendous amount of potential. Um, but also you kind of knew what you knew Mm -hmm. and we needed a leader to take us to the next level. And when, when they brought Michelle on board, she was that leader. Mm -hmm. Um, and so basically that was like the second phase where we took this really iconic, um, Portland, Oregon brand, um, with this really rich brand story, the, the story of Dave, which became a story about one person and the second chance that he received from yeah. his uh, from his older brother, and we we kind of democratized that. We made it, this is the brand story because our our flagship Milwaukee bakery, um, we have kind of extended that same second chance to a bunch of folks. We hire folks with criminal backgrounds, mm-hmm. you know. We and thirty percent of our employees at the Milwaukee bakery have that. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so that was like a, a shift from the the brand being kind of solely focused on Dave as this really unique and passionate founder mm-hmm. to 
we have this founder that has this story and it's informed it's informing today our trajectory for where we want to go and so yeah the second stage really was with um you know uh all the new leadership that was brought in and we we took the brand national we we uh, refreshed the packaging we added new products um we added new capabilities at the at the bakery both in terms of operations but also like having a proper R&D function you know the the kind of stuff that um you know a a, a small founder led brand may not have cuz the founders are doing everything yeah. to a, a company that's trying to be something bigger well i love that they embraced that when they, they sold half of it because it could easily maybe not have gone that way. Mm-hmm. Right. So it sounds like they had the right partners and kind of knew what they had. And yeah, I mean, yeah. like anything, there are bumps in the road yeah. and you know, you know, the, the dolls, um, you know, that was Dave's was their baby. Mm-hmm. And so there were times when it, it's hard to have, other people work on your baby, yeah. you know, when you've invested so much emotion and blood, sweat and tears into it, but they, they, they exercised a lot of patience and they, they gave the leadership team, um, a lot of latitude to make decisions that ultimately turned out to be really great decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for every aspect of the business. Yeah. So that was kind of iteration two of yeah. the company. And so, um, that's, probably for you personally, did you kind of seize this opportunity? Like, Hey, I, this is great for you to, to learn from this. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the, the mentorship I received from, from my predecessor, was incredible, you know, and that extends to the other folks on my team. Yeah. You know, we benefited tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and that, that it wasn't just like in the marketing function. I mean, I worked with, seasoned industry veterans and other functions. And it was, it was great. You know, there's, it was just like learning through diffusion. Yeah. So I guess going along part three, we were just talking before this too, that um, kind of got fully acquired 2015. Yeah. And so how was kind of going through that process and were you involved in that or? Um, I mean, I I wasn't like a stakeholder (laughs) in the the acquisition, (laughs) but um, you know, I was, you know, involved from like a brand communication standpoint. This is a big thing. You know, this is, this is summer of 2015. Um, this is, you know, after it's either right before, or right after like Stumptown is acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's in the news, it's like, all oh, these iconic Portland brands are getting gobbled up. Yeah. Um, and then here comes flowers foods, a company based in South South Georgia, who's known for selling nature's own and wonder bread, mm-hmm. buying up this quirky organic bread brand in, in Portland, Oregon. And so, um, you know, that, that was a change for us, mm-hmm. but it, I'm really happy with how we messaged it to consumers. And our theme was, look, you know, as a brand, it's for us, it's all about making the best, best tasting organic bread, mm-hmm. you know, and doing good as a company. Mm-hmm. And the, the flowers acquisition kind of enabled, enables us to do that writ large at, yeah. a, at a much bigger scale. I mean, I, in a, an incredibly bigger scale. Mm-hmm. And so that was the message we basically took to our, our diehard consumer base who admittedly, some of them were like, what the heck? Yeah. 
You know, I mean, I remember buying, I remember buying my loaf of bread from Dave at the Portland Farmers it's Market. It's like when the punk band goes big. It's like yeah. selling out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and I, um, I understand and I sympathize with that viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, just the fact that people have that kind of passion around the brand yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Right? They didn't so, want anything to yeah. change. And so, you know, my job, you know, managing the marketing function is to, to preserve the, the, the core equities of the brand. Um, and that extends from, you know, how the marketing lives and breathes, but also, um, our products, you know, we, we absolutely have to be, continue to be maniacal about product quality. You know, we can't, we cannot, um, cut any corners there because it's really easy for a consumer to say, Oh, here comes this big company. They're going to, they're going to acquire this, this brand and they're going to just, um, completely dilute their products, you know, to cut costs. And so, and flowers, there was no way they were ever going to do that. I mean, they knew what they had when they bought it right. and what they had was something special because it was premium. And so there, it wasn't about cutting costs, but, uh, just reassuring consumers that way, you know, and letting us, letting us prove them wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it was very, you're very aware of the culture there and to go through that, that kind of transition in 10 year span and that, that kind of culture is still intact. It seems like it's pretty Yeah. Rare, I mean, right? um, it's when you, when you talk about culture, there's, there's a lot to that. Um, we've got a really unique culture at our Milwaukee bakery. That's like I said, it's like our flagship bakery. Mm-hmm. That's where the second chance employment story lives and breathes. Mm-hmm. And, it's just the the energy in that bakery is something else. But then you have these other, I mean, Flowers has bakeries across the country and people I work with day in, day out all over the country. And they have a unique culture from being at this, this, this company, Flowers, that is almost 100 years old. Right. You know, that started in South Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know, that um, has a, a rich tradition of making awesome baked good products, getting them to market. And so... I mean, for me, it's been cool to kind of see the intersection of the two and where we can adopt some of their practices and then where they see some of the quirky things that this Milwaukee, Oregon bakery does and be like, huh, you know, I hadn't really thought of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, it's like an interchange that go that happens every day. Well, so what's kind of transition a little bit, what's kind of next for the company or brand that you can share? Um, You guys are growing, you're national already, but. Well, you know, we've, we've been national with our loaf breads, um, for almost two years. Um, and, uh, we, uh, we're still new to so many markets across the country. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a long road ahead of us to yeah. become more of a household name, but we're growing tremendously. Mm-hmm. And then there's opportunity for the Dave's brand to extend into other segments of this, what, what we call the fresh bread category. You know, looking at if you went to the grocery store and you walked down the, the aisle where all breads are and there's like breads and there's buns and there's bagels and there's mm-hmm. this and that and this mm-hmm. and that. You know, Dave's has typically been that brand that just has a bread. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I firmly believe that the brand has legs to, to travel to those other product types mm-hmm. and deliver on a killer experience. And so, you know, f- for me, it's, you know, getting the brand out there yeah. and you know, getting more people to try the product, but also expanding into these segments. Mm-hmm. Do 
you got I think I just saw you guys do bagels. Right? Yeah, yeah, bagels. That was like our big thing this year. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we broke into breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that was awesome. And the the results have been great. That's good. I mean, we're we're so happy with the results thus far. Um, and that that was like the first real foray outside of a traditional sliced bread. Yeah, we'll have to try them. I might spend my fair share on Dave's. Usually go to Costco, pick up the two. Yeah, Costco is a very <laughs> good customer of ours. Yeah. So, well, you know, getting back to, I also, before this, I, you know, mentioned a couple things I want to talk about. Um, you have a new family basically mm-hmm. you have twins that are just a few months old so uh again i'm threading through this these these series of interviews we're doing is talk about portland and then like just balancing as you know an executive a vp and you know traveling and your family so uh since you're i guess you're you're not a portland native but you moved here because you heard great things and um how, what do you, i mean is that still intact from when you moved here those years ago do you think it's changing or how's that affecting or um you know i think it's really easy particularly lately to kind of um look at the so-called old portland through rose-colored glasses Uh and kind of like look at the so-called new portland and be like gosh all this traffic and look what they did to division and golly um to me um you know there's 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 positives and negatives to it, mm-hmm. I, but it's overwhelmingly positive. I mean, I look mm-hmm. at a city that has all this green space that is, you know, relative to other cities on the West Coast, pretty darn affordable. Um, the, the food scene here is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the, the cradle for so much organic innovation. Yeah. You know, I mean, the just going to like a New Seasons or even a Fred Meyer here, you're like, the caliber of these grocery stores is so much higher than other parts of the country. That is true. I and mean, I have family in the Midwest and you'll go to whatever their, I don't know, grocery yeah. stores are. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's very just, different. It's, and, yeah. you know, I look at all that and I'm like, sure, there are a lot of people moving here um, and the city's changing, but there's still so much to, so much awesome about this place. You know, I'm not, I'm not a native. Um, and I don't know what it was like 20 years ago, but I know that, you know, I'm, you know, my family is here. We're, we live here. We're invested in the community. We we want to preserve, like I said, you know, the green space. Mm-hmm. Um, we want the schools to be better. We want mm-hmm. to we want to make the place better for successive generations. Mm-hmm. And it's a great place to live right now. Yeah. So, and it's it's a it's an incredible place for um, organic brands. You know, the the thought leadership on the West Coast in general. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of like where all the trends start. Well, that, I didn't even think about that because that is true. You so I mean, I'm sure there's regular kind of groups and meetings for the that kind of industry, but it's a lot different than it was. Yeah, like I said, 20 years ago, it's pretty established, especially here. So, um, well, I mean, getting back to the how's it uh, having kids and leading a marketing team and <coughs> traveling and well, uh, the the kids are awesome. They're gonna be four months old, twin boys uh, tomorrow. Um, I have a great team. The people that work for me are incredible people. Um, I have a high performing team and they were great. I took three weeks off from work and they said, take longer. I only, <laughs> I only took three weeks off. They still like, like you. But. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I've been fortunate to be flexible with my schedule to help out my wife and my team has had my back. That's and that's, it's, it's meant so much to me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and then, you know, flowers, you know, I've had to do quite a bit of travel, but they've been really flexible with that as well. And, um, it flowers as a company is a company with a lot of like family values, you know, people really believe in that, which is awesome. And, um, you know, the transition, of course, it's, it's not going to be super smooth. I mean, we're talking about newborn babies, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm happy with how it's gone. Yeah. Um, you know, traveling can be a drag, but it, it comes with the job mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it, it's a blessing and a curse at times. And your team as a lot of the folks on your team kind of been at Dave's a long time too. They come up through the ranks like you did. Um, some of them have, yes. Yeah. Um, most of them have been there, you know, three plus years and three plus years at Dave's is kind of a long time. Yeah. Um, three of them were, th- were, have been there since, um, the flowers before predated the flowers acquisition and one predates even the private equity acquisition. So there's a lot of continuity there and with that trust. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, I've got an incredible team. Um, and we're just so passionate about building this brand. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's great to work with people that, you know, you've got the, all the right things, you know, the trust, um, the, the capabilities, the passion, but also just people that, you know, you can after work, grab a beer with, you yeah. know, and not talk about sliced bread, which is <laughs> what I talk about all the time. Yeah. So. Right. Well, and is the family still involved or no? Uh, okay. well, um, not in the business. Yeah. Dave's has a foundation called the Dave's killer bread foundation. Okay. And the goal of the foundation is basically to um, educate and encourage other businesses to adopt second chance employment practices. Mm-hmm. So basically taking that Dave's model of like hiring folks or being open to fo- hiring folks with criminal backgrounds mm-hmm. and saying, you know, have you thought about this? Th- these are the incentives mm-hmm. um, beyond just the altruistic, like you're doing a good thing. Lord knows we've all um, gotten a second chance right. at one point in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so family members are involved in, in that capacity with the foundation. Okay. But in terms of like the company day to day now. Well, Dan, thanks so much for doing this. Like I said, My Dave, pleasure. Dave's is just an awesome brand. And, uh, you know, it's really cool to see it grow and go national. And hopefully when we're traveling around the country, we get to see it everywhere one day. So, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. That is the goal. All right. Thanks so much. Yeah.